Psych, I'm not crying. You gotta be alive inside to cry still. Welcome to That's Good Sports, I am Brandon. Just because I perform well in massive snowstorms doesn't mean you can call me fire and ice crotch, Perna. It's hard not to see snow like this on a football field and say this is perfect basketball weather. Oh, and I wish the Broncos were playing basketball on Sunday. The AFC West really shriveled into themselves in embarrassing losses around the division. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, loss, 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 all equally brutal. So we will share in our misery together as we angrily shake our fists at the Chiefs as they are seemingly coming together at the perfect time. Plus, I lost a bet to Anthony Stratton, who runs Arrowhead Guys, and I have to feature his dumb music video. She thinks my Patrick's So pray for me. Bang, bang. As I recap all of the AFC West games. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Broncos fall to the Chiefs. We all know weather only affects one team negatively. That's basic meteorology. And it affected the Broncos a thousand times more negatively according to Doppler radar in Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas City, Kansas. And that's when you know it's bad. Look, Denver played poorly in a fucking blizzard on the road at one of the toughest places to play in December against probably the second best team in the AFC and lost 30-3. Big fucking deal. Patrick Mahomes was due for a big game, just like I said. My fear, though, is that Mahomes is due a big game. The Broncos' defense was poised to underperform, just like I said. And the Broncos' defense that has been overperforming is due a slump in a tough road game. And Travis Kelsey killed them because he's addicted to amphetamines, just like I said. The Broncos' defense struggles with two things, speed and Travis Kelsey, which is why Travis Kelsey takes speed before this game, it's over. The Broncos defensive line did have Shelby Harris and Mike Purcell, but was without Derek Wolf, Draymond Jones, Adam Gotsis, and Demarcus Walker. And yes, the Broncos secondary struggled to keep their footing on a slippery field, improperly managed pregame against some of the fastest receivers in the league. Big fucking deal. Because even when the secondary did their job correctly, they were flagged for it. It was a lose-lose situation. And guess what happened? A, a loss. Because the lose-lose. <laughs> I was mostly disappointed because I wanted to show Chiefs fans that we are coming for their asses. I wanted them to taste the fear of the Broncos again for the first time since Peyton Manning retired. But that's okay. Let them have their terrible country music parodies. The only thing worse than a country music song, Anthony, is a country music parody. Cause they can throw the ball. And the joke is on you, Anthony. I too was young and naive and produced a parody music video of a terrible song. Peyton's the one who'll get this win. only to have it backfire in my face with the horrific loss in that Super Bowl. So when your Chiefs lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Bills or to the Titans or to the Steelers, you will know why. 
Things my Patrick said And when that happens, you will look yourself in the mirror and feel sick. Sick like I did. All kidding aside, Anthony has been super cool to me and a supporter of my show, even on his Chiefs blog, so give him some love. Uh, after all, love never killed anyone. Well, maybe Romeo and Tom Hanks in Philadelphia, but you know what I mean. If you are into polluting your eardrums with vile songs, check out his blog or his YouTube video song channel. More importantly, never ever make a bet with the Chiefs fan, because that will actually defeat your soul. You know, it's more than just winning and losing. It's just, it just defeats my soul, you know, to go out there and, you know, play the way we play and, you know, lose the way we lose. Mm-mm, Vaughn. Turn that frown upside down. Somebody show this video to Von Miller. It's time to reflect positively. Not about this game. Forget about the clouds using Arrowhead Stadium for a snow abortion and your rookie quarterback not playing like Patrick Mahomes in this matchup. The future in Denver is bright. We're at the very least evenly lit. And come December, December 2020, the Broncos will be fighting for a wild card or playoff seating. This Broncos team has young promising players developing and could make significant upgrades this offseason through free agency and or the draft. Mainly, the offensive line and defensive line need improvement. And hopefully, the Broncos take Chris Jones out of the Chiefs' grimy cousin boob-touching hands just like we did with Neil Smith. Drew Locke struggled in this game because the right side of the offensive line was bad with its starters and it was piecemealed together for this tough road game. Drew Locke had more threats coming at him than the NFL from Antonio Brown's social media accounts. And while Locke has handled those threats well in his first two games, it's a little different when the field is made of mush. This would have been a tough game in decent weather. Your soul felt defeated, Vaughn, because God has given up trying to stop the Chiefs, much like the justice system. Kansas City was the devil's playground on Sunday, and not the fun kind like we see in S&M films. Last week, it was the equipment not arriving for the Chiefs on time. This week, players were stuck in snowy traffic, arriving late for warm-ups. Even as a man of no faith, I have to believe God doesn't want to see the Chiefs on the field on Sundays. He is still pissed that they didn't stop Satan's blessed child, Tom Brady, from winning another Super Bowl last season. Judging how the Patriots look right now and seeing them click at the right time, I think we know which team old 666 has chosen after God bet on the wrong franchise in 2018. We should have known it would be impossible to beat this man in the snow in December. After all, it is the month Andy Reid's father, Santa Claus, gave birth to Jesus. We should have known the second we saw Demarcus Robinson wearing shorts in the snow, it would be a rough day for the Broncos. Never trust a guy who wears shorts in the snow. A man with that kind of disregard for warmth around his own legs is a psychopath. Travis Kelsey became the first tight end in NFL history with four consecutive thousand-yard seasons. Shelby Harris was the first player to make a snow angel in the Devil's House of Horrors, which is why he was flagged for roughing when he tapped Patty Mahomes' shoulder pads. The same call that fucked the Chiefs last year against Tom Brady is now going their way. I'm not making these things up about the underworld, people. You reference any kind of angel on his turf and you will pay. Justin Simmons finally stopped Patrick Mahomes with a great interception. 
Uh, guess what? Not a touchback. Have fun starting from the one-yard line, you non-devil-worshipping Broncos. Even when that fucker throws an interception, it's just as good as a coffin corner punt. On the bright side, I think Don Fangio can make a few hits or whacks this offseason to get the Dark Lord to bring his favorable attention and calls and powerful advantage to Denver in 2020. If not, we'll always have Ian Eagle referring to my hometown of Pueblo. 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 And his puns that piss off the normally receptive to shitty jokes, Dan Fouts. Pringle getting a little salty. Really? A little bit. Pick your flavor. And if you need more proof, the Chiefs are now working with the devil. They have claimed Terrell Suggs off waivers who said he would play for nobody other than the Ravens. This masterful move by Andy Reid and the Chiefs ensures Suggs can't help the Ravens if the Ravens face the Chiefs in the playoffs. And if he decides to play, he can actually help the Chiefs. Also, Janoris Jenkins is going to New Orleans. And Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely. I'll have more on that tomorrow or Wednesday. The Vikings ground the Chargers 39 to 10. Electricity joke. Anthony Lynn, after the game, said, seven turnovers, we got our ass kicked in all three phases, any questions? Running back Melvin Gordon fumbled twice. Phillip Rivers threw three interceptions. And Kirk Cousins had to do very little to see his team win by 29. 207 passing yards, one touchdown, and one interception for Kirk. Mike Boone took over for an injured Dalvin Cook and rushed for two touchdowns. The Vikings gave everyone a carry in this game. Thielen, Diggs, CJ Ham, BC Johnson all had a carry. The bad news for Minnesota is Dalvin Cook suffered another shoulder injury. He was already dealing with a shoulder injury heading into this game, and the Vikings were coy about this new one, but it's also a shoulder injury, but not the same shoulder injury, and Mike Zimmer confirmed, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a frickin' doctor either, Mike. But if I saw my running back playing telephone with an oxygen mask on the sideline, I might have him checked out for a concussion in addition to his new shoulder injury. Now I expect a full investigation from the NFL on how the Vikings mishandled the Dalvin Cook injury. Minnesota is in a tough spot though. They have very big games uh, coming up against division rivals these next two weeks, but would probably be best served resting Dalvin Cook so he can be healthy for the playoffs. To complicate things a bit for the Vikings, talented backup Alexander Madison was out in this game with an ankle injury. If he is healthy between his hard-nosed running and Mike Boone, the Vikings should feel confident resting Cook. If Madison can't go Sunday, how Zimmer handles this situation could play a key role for the Vikings' postseason success. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Raiders 20-16 in the final game in the black hole. And in honor of its closing, I will refrain from any sex jokes. Anyways, the Raiders pounded the Jags until they pounded too hard, causing them to prematurely peak and lose. The Jags came back from down 10 in the fourth quarter thanks to two Chris Conley touchdowns. Perfect play from Gardner Minshew and an untimely roughing the passer penalty. And both of Derek Carr's Hail Marys failed and the final Hail Mary bounced off of Keelan Doss's face to seal the Jags win. Last game, jagging off into the black hole. Now something weird happened with the clock for the Raiders at the end of the game. I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anything like it. I've got people up in a press box that clearly tell me he gave himself up in the field of play. And uh, I'm waiting for 
the, the clock to wind to two minutes. I'm still waiting, and it never happened. And uh, uh, unbelievable. I thought somebody would overturn it. I thought that's the reasoning for instant replay. And Yeah, your lease expired, Gruden. The landlord wants you to get the fuck out. The officials had to tell the crowd to stop pointing lasers on the field. Please stop using lasers aiming at the field. Do not... Do not aim a laser at the field, at the coaches, the players. Stop. And that was the least of their worries as the lasers in the black hole turned to trash. Which is also a line from the sci-fi erotica I write to get my wife in the mood. And the trash turned to chaos as security tussled with fans. People were bloodied. The media was asked to leave the field to avoid the violence. Basically, the only ending we expected in Oakland, but with maybe less semen. Yeah, I expected much, much more semen in the black hole. I love them, and I'm sorry about the outcome today. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, if you want to follow me on those social media platforms. If not, consider following at Wilkie6. He helps me write these football videos here. He is the Robin to my Batman. I am Bat- I am Batman. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.